most original talk radio station anywhere. We are LA Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You're listening to the number one source of entertainment on air with Tony Sweets, exclusively on LA Talk Radio. This is Tony Sweet. Hello, Tony. Hello. Hi, you there? I'm here. Excellent. Can you hear me? Can you, I can hear you now. <laughs> Mama, can you hear me? Well, we are live. And I'm live from New York. It's the Honor of Tony Sweet Show. <laughs> That's what it sounded like last night at the Mariah Carey concert. <laughs> I'm, And I have in studio in Sherman Oaks, California, non-Reverend Kevin. Hey, hey, hey. And then my beautiful guest co-host, Kim Yarbrough. Hey, baby, we miss you. I know, I miss you guys, but guess what? I will be back next week. I'll be back to the warm, sunny California. Uh, We have some great guests today on the show. We have two beautiful, talented women. Uh, In the first hour, we're going to have a psychic, and uh, she's going to be... I'm excited about this because it's you know a lot of people don't either don't believe in psychics or they believe it's evil spirits and I, I believe that we all have our own intuitions and psychic abilities we just don't know how to use it and some people just have that natural gift and uh, B B are you there? I'm here. How are you, sweet honey? Hi, honey. And um, B's going to be here for the full hour and talking about what psychic is all about what it's done in her life, why she feels she's here in this world, as we all are gifts from God. And I believe that sometimes psychics have the ability to to predict a lot of wonderful things for people. And she's going to be predicting some of our, uh, maybe, well, she's worked for me, I'll tell you. And you guys are in for a treat. She has so much stuff to talk about. Well, welcome, B, to the show. I'm so Thank excited you, to have you on the show. It's it's been such a pleasure to get to know you over the last few years, and I know you wanted to start off by telling us a story about, uh, since it's the new year, you wanted That's to tell right. us a story about uh, Dick Clark, since That's he's uh, right. kind of brings in the new year for the last umpteen years. So go ahead and tell us your story. Okay, well what sets me apart from a lot of other psychics is that I have a tremendous amount of spirit guides, and it just so happens that my guides are very much in charge of raising consciousness through the media. And particularly film, television, radio, music, and comedies is what they're really focused on. And I have a lot of wonderful celebrities that have crossed over. And the latest edition last year, on October 7th of 2008, I had an audition with Dick Clark Productions. Now, Tupac Shakur has been around me since about 2002, I think. And it turns out that this show was for a show for Suge Knight called Unfinished Business. And the day before my audition, all of a sudden, I feel Johnny's presence around me. And I was just explaining to everyone here that the way I have rules. And when a celebrity comes to me, they know that they have to guide me to somebody they knew really, really well within three days before I will make the claim that they're actually around me. And in this case, literally within five minutes of him coming into my consciousness, I went down the street to meet a friend end up talking to a woman, I mentioned Johnny, and she says, I worked for Johnny for 12 years. 
and now I work for Jay, and she hands me her Tonight Show card. And then as I was going to sleep that night, I hear Johnny Carson, and he gave me a message for Dick Clark that actually brought the iconic uh, musical genius Dick Clark to actually call me. And the message was, "Be tell Dick that when he crosses over, his rap party is going to make his New Year's Rock and Eve party look like an Amish wedding. <laughs> and so, Mr. Clark, uh, I gave it to the, I told the whole story to the producers, wrote it down, and um, Mr. Clark called me. And when he got on the phone, he said, what does this mean? And I said, well, it means that you have a lot of friends in spirit that love you very, very much. And it means that's a party I'd love to be invited to. And I said, now, um, Mr. Clark, you know, this is going to sound a little bit risque, but Johnny also wanted me to tell you this. You see, I'm very, very devoted to my service on healing this planet and doing what I can to help people. So I've actually been celibate for 10 years. And Johnny wanted me to tell you that, tell, uh, tell him that the only dick you like has a Clark attached to it. <laughs> and he's like, you Love are it. so sweet. <laughs> Thank you funny. so much. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say to that? <laughs> that's what he said. He said, you are so sweet. Oh, Thank you so funny. much. <laughs> that is funny. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so... So you know with your with your gifts and like I said before I, I, I think a lot of people have gifts and and we had talked about this earlier and what do you feel that some people kind of lose their gifts because of disbelief or what do you, how do you think that people finally lose the ability to hear or see things as we get older um, they start <laughs> elementary school <laughs> <laughs> they they go to school. They get outside of their, you know, most children are extremely, young, young children are extremely intuitive. And we start to condition our minds and beliefs that if you can't see it, then it's not real. And, you know, and I've been working with the spirit realm for so many years now, 20 to be exact, in such a very dynamic way. And they just, it's an incredible and wonderful <clears throat> feeling to connect with these beings. Now, my main spirit guide is an ancient druid by the name of Merlin. And he had a couple of messages for the new year for everybody out there. And Yay. the first one, you know, one of the reasons that I've, I, I've had these celebrities around me since 1996. It all started, and one of the reasons I've never come out in the public is because there was an angel on this earth that landed in Texas, and I told her yesterday, her name is Robin Wright, formerly Robin Wright Penn, now the free Robin Wright, and like I said to her, I hadn't seen her since, I've known her since she was 11, and I said to her, Robin, now I can finally go out and tell my story, because I've been waiting for you, girl, because Merlin said, <laughs> one day, when you get a divorce, she will call you. And I said, and I've been waiting for you, Robin, because this is someone that I love so much, and she's like my little sister. And I would never talk about her <clears throat> without her blessing and her p permission, which I now have. And <clears throat> so I said to her, you know, you landed in Texas because she is an angel on this earth. And I said, and it seems like there's a lot of angels that are born in Texas because that place <laughs> is a mess. <laughs> so we need as many as we can get. I was going to say. <laughs> and one day now, you know, she was going through this difficult period, and so I was with my spirit guides. I said, I'm going to give you hits whenever I get them. And one morning I wake up and I hear Merlin say, B, tell Robin that 
Love, light, and laughter are weapons of mass destruction. Fire at will. And it turned out to be Veterans Day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then wow. he said this to me um, just last week. He said, B, tell everybody that if you want to have a voice, you sing. And if you want to make a stance, you dance. And if you want to say something, make it. It is proven to be such a healing agent mm-hmm. to people of, you know, with uh, civ- critically... Uh, critical diseases and stuff like that. It is it is proven that 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 is a healing process for people. So I agree with healing. Uh, laughter is a healing. So well, they say it's the best medicine. But yeah. I have since you brought that up, I have to share something with you. Another example of how my spirit guides work. I have a client in New York or New Jersey, one of those places over there. You know where they talk like this. And uh, <laughs> she has she's the herb goddess, Elisa Galasso, and she created something called Herbal Teeny. Dot com just <laughs> herbal, <content. teeny. laughs> herbal tinctures that you you it's all these different um, herbs in a Italian mason jar and you add vodka you let it sit for two weeks and then you, it's an herbal tincture it's fantastic and I said the only thing sweetie my guys want me to name them for you because they're all like for ADD and for erectile dysfunction and for fertility problems that and every morning I would wake up and for example for male dysfunction <laughs> I heard. Kevin. Um, Kevin? Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Colin, I'm kidding. Uh, it was a joke. <laughs> the name I got was Stamina Humana Humana. And, then, <laughs> and for fertility for women, the next day I, get, I wake up and I hear, I'm so excited. And then um, for parasites, quit bugging me. And for flu and nasal problems, I literally, as I wake up, I hear my guides go, achie! <laughs> and for uh, immune defense, bada yin, bada yang. <laughs> I love That's a great for that. And, Even that part of the and for ADD, too. hocus pocus pocus. Oh, no, hocus pocus pocus. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> so now she, we're gonna, this is what I do. I am what I call a prosperity priestess, and I teach people how to prosper from their natural talents and abilities. And that can be anything across the board from the music, writing. We're only interested in people who want to create because that is what you were born to do. If you're made in the image and likeness of God, then either God's an idiot or you don't know how powerful you really are as a creative being. Because right. we're not, we're creating a mess down here, and <laughs> and one of the things that my guides are always telling me is be, you know, explain to people that the other side is just like here, except there's no anger and there's no fear, and you never die, you just stop paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so like how, heaven to me. <laughs> so how do like let's say like you know somebody like my, my age or Kevin's or whoever's age, how can people start getting back to that focus to listening to God and hearing those you, those uh, uh, intuitions again. Well, you know, it is completely such a natural part of your being. It's like breathing. You just ask and receive, ask and receive. You learn to trust. Like um, Kevin, I did Kevin's chart, and I told him that I saw him making a major career change in June of this year because he's going into a Saturn period. And just like you, Tony, you're going into a Saturn period on in 10 days. It's in your Woo-hoo. fifth house of karmic relationships and romance, so you're going to fall in love with a dark-skinned man. 
<laughs> Kim is not Sorry, happy. Kim, it's not it's it's not going to be you unless you have a sex change. But who <laughs> <laughs> uh, who who's a sex change? No, Kim, not Kevin. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just computing. I was I'm like, computing. what? <laughs> Going back to information I said, that I already have. <laughs> but, it's really interesting. I thought you said Kevin. I was like, what? What no. you all these years and I didn't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I like being I a man. <laughs> Well, Kevin is going into a Saturn in the 10th house business and career. So, And I said, are you thinking of producing? And his partner, apparently, now is this correct? Right. That, yeah. Yeah, that you're going to be producing. I said, well, you're going to be producing with him because there's definitely a career change. And what's great about Kevin is that he is very knowledgeable about the business side of show and the financial side, which the creative people often get, you know, extremely screwed. In right. <laughs> so to have both, and but I also feel that your creative side needs to flourish and needs to come out and play. I very totally much. agree. But uh-huh. you needed the reason you were at Fox and doing what you did in the past is because to protect yourself and your partner. From you know the unscrupulous characters that are out there in this business. <laughs> Fortunately, that's changing, and uh, you know my guides are are you know like I said, they're only interested in musicals and comedies. So that's it, you know, I love nothing that. else. And I, I have to share another great story to give an example of how important uh, I do Vedic Indian astrology, and this is another. Uh, all my stories today are about gay men because the universe loves gay men <laughs> and women. <laughs> and there's absolutely no judgment. And the universe has shown me this over and over and over. But here's a great story about someone that I was at a bridal shower and it was all women and one gay man. And um, everybody's like, what sign are you? What sign are you? And he says... Scorpio, And I said, when's your birthday? And he said, November 8th. I said, well, in the Vedic system, which is what I do, you're actually a Libra. I said, and you know, you look like a Libra to me. Your features are very symmetrical, you know, just like Audrey Hepburn. And he says to Ruta, my friend who's the hostess, he says, "Um, did you tell her? And she's like, I didn't tell her anything. I said, tell me what? And she said, B, he just sold his first script to DreamWorks, and it's called Why Can't I Be Audrey Hepburn? And that guy is Ryan Murphy, the creator of Nip Tuck. And Nip Tuck is Venusian. It's about beauty and balance and harmony in the physical being, and that's Venus. Mars, Kevin over here, has Aries rising with Mars in the first house. So he's the warrior energy. Now, um, and then he also he also is the producer of Glee, which is a you know it's musical oh, comedy, yeah. right? So Glee. this is so Ryan Murphy. I don't know if you remember me, but I know Ruta Fox gave you your first job (laughs) when she was an editor for a magazine. Um, So in any case, that's the level that my guides work at, and that's how profoundly uh, active they are in this business, even though they're on the other side. For example, Elvis Presley is around me all the time, and I actually read for his daughter at a party, and I asked her, is your dad... Is he doing a musical or something, some kind of musical theater with his songs? And she says, no, this was in February of this year. And Cirque du Soleil, at the end of this year, she didn't even know. Elvis told me before (laughs) his own daughter even knew. (laughs) Wow. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. (laughs) 
Hey, we'll be. We're gonna. We're actually. We're gonna come back because I have some other questions for you. Uh, and we are back, and you are listening to On Air with Tony Sweet. If you're just joining us, I'm Tony Sweet. We have in studio non-reverend Kevin and Kim Yarbrough as my host, and we have Psychic B in the house talking about what's coming up in uh, 2010. Also. We just give or gave Kevin a reading, so I was excited to kind of hear about what's in store for Kevin. It sounds like some great things. Uh, B, I have some more questions for you, and I think Kevin does too. Um, when you when you get readings, are you more is it clairvoyant or do you do tarot cards? And what's the all difference? I mean, because what's the difference between the two? I'm all of it. I use the tarot cards to confirm the hits that I'm getting, and often I will see something in my mind's eye that literally the universe downloads images into my consciousness sometimes they they look like a little movie playing out so so cam i know you know with you being a really kind of religious background and and how do you feel because i know a lot of people in and that have religious background how do you feel about well, psychics and stuff I don't mean I don't mean to start like a, a brawl in there if no, it if no, it's no, no. Actually, Jesus was a great psychic. I'm 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 more spiritual and not religious. Okay, there we go. So yeah. so do you so who in the room, Kevin and Kim, do you guys believe in psychics? Absolutely. Totally, without a doubt. Well, I I I believe what what be said. You um, if we're definitely pressed out of the the energy and made out of the from the image likeness of god right then you know we absolutely create okay you're going to get a bunch of emails now see i have to pray before i come in here because (laughs) (laughs) my big mouth um if we're created in the image likeness of god then we must create exactly as he does right exactly the same form and manner that he does and um yeah, I, I definitely believe in psychics. You have to, you have to really be open, and um, I, I think B is is wise. Did did you did you get this from um, from from one of the um, the the people that the channel through you that um, you have to get the sign. You have to wait three days and and meet the person that knew that person. <clears throat> Or did you you mean with celebrities on the other side? No, that is what I told anybody that is famous for me right. to really, because it's very important that the beings that are around me that I can confirm it over and over and over. And, right. Um, so, you know, Lenny Bruce was the hardest. I was telling you, and mm-hmm. I'll say it for the show, Lenny Bruce died in 1966. And um, three days, within three days of him coming into my consciousness, I was having dinner with an 84-year-old Jewish mobster named Harry Sugar Brown. And I asked him at one point, by any chance did you know Lenny Bruce? And he says, yeah, the schmuck still owes me money. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. And then when that guy died, I was at the Red Rock on Sunset, and a perfect stranger just walks right up to me and says, you know, the oldest made guy in the mafia just um, died in Santa Monica. And I said, oh, what was his name? And he goes, I, I can't even tell you that. And I said, was it Harry Sugar Brown? And he goes, yeah, how did you know? And I said, I had dinner with him. Because <laughs> I always say down here I'm nobody, but up there I'm like Madonna. <laughs> All right. Madonna. Madonna. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's wise for her to, to ask and, and get that confirmation over and over again. But she's definitely 
open to um, to to what these consciousness and these spirits have to say, and um, I I think that's very wise, and I, I'm fully in agreement with it because you're right, Tony. We miss so many of our blessings because we're not open, we're not right. paying attention, um, we only believe in what we can see and mm-hmm. and not what is unseen. Uh, there's so much power in the unseen people. Actually, I just met somebody just I think today was it yesterday I think yesterday that they're like I'm a realist. I have to see to believe and I said, well, I said but if you think about it when do you believe there's moisture and the moisture in the air is water and they, I mean they would what do you mean? I said, well, sometimes we don't actually see it but like when it's foggy or something I'm like it's actually water. I'm like did you believe water could actually float you know and they're like oh well I guess that's true but I say it's true that we we miss a lot of opportunities and that was my biggest thing is my fear and I had a lot of fears and I'll admit this now that I many for many years my fears have kept me from doing so many things and and for something reason the last year or so that just kicked into gear that makes me really say that my fear is not going to control me anymore. I don't. Yeah, and I don't know if it's hitting the 40 or if it's just that point in my life that I finally listened to God that opened the doors for me for so many things, and I'm just, I don't know. The pressure seems to be off on a lot of things in my life because I'm just yeah. saying no more fear, no more fear, and that and it does it does it has helped a lot. The guy really. that we're talking about, I, I like to affectionately affectionately refer to those types of people as being asleep. He's just asleep. Now, B, do you think women have more of a tendency to have the gift of intuition than men because of the egos? No. Um, here's the thing, and this is what's really – I'm glad you, you brought that up because you, you literally – this is exactly what I wanted you to say. See, what? <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Psychic. <laughs> what it is within every man and every woman and the aspect of the divine that we have neglected for a very long time is the feminine side. It's the first two chakras in your body, your sexual creative power – the right side of your brain, which is the magical intuitive side, we are just geared to focus on the logical side and we function from the waist down without opening the heart chakra. So the power of the universe is feminine. The love of the universe is masculine and most people think it's the opposite. So earth and water, which is your feminine divine idea, literally means I goddess. Is when you mix earth and water, you get mud. You need fire and air to manifest form. So solar plexus in the heart is male energy. And if you want to become a magical person, once you open up that heart chakra, you open up your throat, your third eye, and your crown, and you have instant access to the other side. So imagine, before television, we were the television. We went inside, we meditated, and we had, I can guide you on a meditation right now that it will seem like you are having a magical mystery tour, you know, just an incredible journey. You know, so everybody can do this. It's just a matter of really understanding the goddess energy. Now, I would like to introduce her in her own words because the goddess teaches me directly. And this is what she said about herself. And it's actually a song, but I'm just going to say the words. I am Shakti Sarasvati. I am Lakshmi, Mother Mary, Aphrodite. Man or woman, I am within you. Seek my comfort, I will bring you joy. 
Feel my power, let me guide you, I will inspire. I am knowledge, wealth, and prosperity. These gifts I give to you if you just set me free. Please protect me, don't neglect me. Give me honor, give me dignity. Recognize me, don't deny me. Look within you, you will find me. The one energy created me just to feel bliss and ecstasy. Eternal lover of the Father, I am the mother of all creation. Release my energy from deep within you, celestial purity. I am beauty, creativity. I am dance and song, love and devotion. I am compassion, joy and healing. I am Shakti, Sarasvati. I am Lakshmi, Mother Mary, Aphrodite. I am the goddess within. Wow. That is nice. So my thing is kind of some stuff that goes through my running through my head right now, and that's my ADD going, (laughs) is why do people, why do people get so scared of when like hearing that some people would like, oh my God, it's like, it scares them with, you know, psychics and, and uh, just, I guess it's what I'm trying to say. Help me out here. I think they're afraid uh, of truth. I, I think people are afraid of taking responsibility for their own existence. I, that's what I think. Well, one person asked me, well, how do you know you're not talking to Satan? <laughs> and I said, well, because I don't have George Bush's phone number. But <laughs> 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 Well, that's, you know, but it's that's what I was trying to say. It's like I think some people are so scared of to listen to a different side of what they've been taught. And like you said, I think that's why we as people that lose that um, that ability is because we're taught to hate and we're taught to not listen to intuitions. Uh, just an example where I'm from, you know, a lot of times it's like you got to stay where you're at, you, you, no matter if you hate your job, you got to, you know, da, da, da. and I think, you know, you, you have a tendency to get in, in ruts. And and I think maybe that's where people start losing their abilities. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it well, at abilities. The way we're educated is to gear most people to either work in a factory or go in the military with all their bells and whistles. And it's very it's completely not looking at an individual soul and seeing who they are and educating them to be the best they can be. See, every single – I teach every single person a different way based on who I see on a soul level. Like, for example, Kim here, I'm looking at her chart, and her success comes in the second half of life. Because she has Saturn on the ascendant, and Saturn really, that energy and your greatest success comes after the age of 45. So it gets better for you as as you get older. Woo-hoo. Has it felt that <laughs> way? Because yeah, with baby. a chart like yours, sweetie, you've had major challenges, and I'm not going to get into the details of it, but you yep. have not had an easy life. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yep. Right about that. Well, see, but most, I always tell people, you know, because I only read for the angels on the planet, which is why I'm not that busy, but. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm reading for you, then you do have a higher purpose on the planet, because otherwise I wouldn't be here. I believe my dharma is to inspire. Thank you. Beneath everything. She does. Else undergirding everything else. The, the singing, yeah, you know, you got a nice voice. Yeah, yeah, thank you. But underneath all of that, the thing that drives me, the thing that gets me out of bed in the morning is that I am supposed to inspire. I'm here to inspire people. And 
help them to do what they believe they couldn't do. That's right. I get that all wow. the time after after a concert, after a show. How do I do that? How do I how do I get to sing here? How do I do what you did? And people ask me that all the time, and I, I used to think it was the strangest question, but pe- but same people, and I, I say it's the same person because we're you know we're all I'm on my spiritual thing, we're all pressed out of the same energy. I get the same question over and over and over again, and finally I thought you know there's something to this. Why do they keep asking me the same question? I must be here for that reason. Wow, that's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, you inspire me. Both of you guys do, Kim and and. Is even Kevin and I have talked about Kim has always been an inspiration to every time you're around. So you, you have a great, you do have a great energy about you. So thank you. Thank and what do you, what do you, and, and B, what is that when, when, when you know when you're around somebody and some people like you feel something about them that you either you don't just don't want to get to know them, or and there's some people that you five minutes or two minutes you feel like you've known them forever. What is well, what is that? That's that's karmic relationships. You know, it's like when I saw Robert De Niro when I was 16 for the very first time on the big screen. I've been telling my friends ever since I'm going to meet Robert De Niro when I'm 35, and he's going to change my life. And when I was 35 at Robin Wright and Sean Penn's wedding, um, literally as soon as he saw me, he l- jumped out of his seat and he w- comes to me and says, "Who are you?" <laughs> and I said, "I'm Beatrice." And he goes, "Are you an actress?" And I said, "No, I'm an astrologer." And he goes, oh, you look at the stars and all that. And I said, yeah, I'm looking at one right now. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, can I have your phone number? And I said, sure. And then I run upstairs and I'm like, Robin, because he just asked me for my phone number. And she goes, who? I said, Robert De Niro. And she's like, the B, he only likes black women. <laughs> and I said, my friend, I am a black woman. <laughs> just call me white chocolate, bitch. <laughs> and then three months it. later, he calls me. And this is why Robert De Niro had a reading from me. This is, again, my guides at work. They tell me, B, bring him this. I go knock on the door at the Peninsula Hotel, July 17, 1996. And um, he answers the door, and I said, Bob, you know what I do for a living? And my guides asked me to bring you this. It's my favorite soundtrack from my favorite Italian movie, Cinema Paradiso. And he says, that's really weird. And I said, why? He goes, because I just wrapped that movie today. Oh, wow. I said, what do you mean? He goes, they're re-releasing it in English, and I'm the voice of Philippe Noiret. So now he wants a reading from me. So the next day I come and I tell him, and I swear to God, the first thing I said was, you know, Bob, three weeks ago you went into a 20-year Venus period. Venus is the goddess. I teach about the goddess. Venus rules the wife. You're engaged to be married, you naughty boy. And um, (laughs) from now on, I can tell you right now that where you're going to have the biggest box office is going to be in comedies, musicals, animation, and children's stories because that's what my guys are in charge of, and everything else is going to flop. A lot of people don't know that he is the producer of of a musical that's been going ongoing since 1998 called We Will Rock You with the music of Queen. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, and then I would get hits that, with his permission, uh, he allowed me. And this is when John Belushi and Lenny Bruce showed up. John Belushi was the first celebrity, and I did not know this at the time, but he was, Robert De Niro and Robin Williams were the last people to see him alive at the Chateau Marmont. Mm -hmm. And I kept hearing some guy saying, Bobby D, Bobby D, Bobby D. And I said, you know, I think it's John Belushi, Bob, that is around me, and 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 Belushi and, and Lenny Bruce, for four years, they would give me jokes that I would leave on Robert De Niro's voicemail. 
<laughs> and my favorite, one of my favorites. And he, I said, you know, what am I going to tell everybody when? Because I, the first time I ever heard a voice was when I spent the weekend at Civil Brand County Jail for Women. So, <laughs> and the goddess said to me, Beatrice, these are the mothers of the earth, and they don't belong here, and you're here to help them. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so I said to John Belushi in spirit, I was like, what am I going to tell people? as far as, you know, why I've been arrested for stupid things and stuff. And this is what he said, and it's a joke I left on Robert De Niro's voicemail also. I said, so, and John told me, B, just tell them that you're actually an angry black man reincarnated as a sexy white woman, and that's a dangerous combination for the white man. And, <laughs> and tell him that you've been arrested for things that no white woman would ever get arrested for, but the LAPD is trained to smell out a brother, even if he's hiding inside a white woman. <laughs> speaking, speaking of voices, let, let me ask you something, B. I started hearing, and I'm, I'm not schizophrenic, I don't think, <laughs> <laughs> but I play one on TV. Um, I started hearing voices about two years ago. Yeah. And I went to, it, it bothered me. It bothered me. I thought I was going nuts. And I went to uh, one of my assistant ministers about it, and he laughed it off. He's such a big sage. And he's like, oh, you're growing. You're growing right on. spiritually. That's a good minister. And it's, it's weird. I'll get snippets of stuff. Sometimes it's my voice. Sometimes it's a man's voice. Sometimes it's another woman's voice other than myself, and I'll get stuff that doesn't make any sense, like or names. Like um, one time the voice said, "Ricard Blessing." I'm like Ricard, who the hell is Ricard? <laughs> and so I start writing these things down, and sometimes they come so fast I can't write them down, or I'm like in my car. It used to only happen in my house, and then it started <laughs> happening in my house and in my car, and then it started happening everywhere. But if I'm really busy and not able to uh, slow down mm-hmm. and really receive it, they don't come. But it's it's in my quiet moments. Well, but that's exactly when it happens. That's why you have to meditate. You have to learn how to guide yourself on visualizations as well. This is what I teach people how to do. Once you master that inner world, you will be able to connect with people. And remember, light beings only bring you wisdom, love, joy, Nothing dark, nothing negative, nothing, you know, hurtful, nothing that would make you uncomfortable, you know. So it's very important to remember that, that spirit beings are just full of love. And what blows me away is what they will do to touch somebody, somebody like Elvis Presley, for example. I just recently, a couple months ago, I got the hit that I needed to work in a public venue. And I, I put an ad up in Craigslist, and somebody called me, and they said, have you heard of this place on on uh, uh, Glendale Boulevard in Atwater Village. And I went, and the first night that I worked there, I only worked there for three days, these two men walked in, a gay couple, older, in their, the guy was probably about 60, and his partner. And he came to me and he goes, you know, I just got the strongest hit that I'm supposed to get a reading from you, but I can only do 10 minutes. I said, sure. And I, he's a pianist. And I said, well, I'm getting that, <clears throat> and he's not working a lot right now. I said, you're going to be working a lot more, but you need to change your image. You have to drop the conservative tuxedo look, and you got to be a little more flamboyant, you know, like Elvis. And he, <laughs> he called, he says, he looks at his partner, and they look at each other stunned, 
And then he's like, I met Elvis Presley in front of this building in the 1960s. And when we were walking in, I said, there should be a plaque saying Elvis, Armin met Elvis here. And <laughs> on that, that note, we got to take a break. <laughs> we, well, no, we actually have a call coming through. Hi there. You're on the line with Tony awesome. Sweet. Hello. Hi. Hey, you're on the line with Tony Sweet. Hello. Who's this? Hey there. Is this Kevin and Tony? Sure this, is. Is this John? This is me. How are you doing? Uh, all right. <laughs> well, you're on air Happy live. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New, Happy year. New year. And uh, Hi, John. B, this is John. John is a good friend of yeah. uh, B and B and I's and and. Uh, he he actually introduced uh, B and I uh, to each other, so I'm excited to have you call in. Yeah, it's well, great to hear you, sweetie. Have you been listening? I definitely have. Been very much enjoying the show, and it's great to call in and talk to you again because we were on that float during Gay Pride, and so <laughs> it's like you know, it's like a little friendly reunion we got going on here. I know. <laughs> well, well, John, John, you like I said, you introduced me to B. And what, how long have you guys known each other, you and B? Wow. Since 2003. And how, how do you feel with her guidance with, you know, with your life? How do you feel that it's helped you? For all, you know, there's a lot of skeptics out there. How do you feel that the guidance has helped you throughout these years? Oh, she's, she's you know, dear friends of mine. And, you know, I respect... Her more as a friend and also as a psychic, but you know I don't I don't ask her a lot for psychic advice because you know I respect our friendship. But I don't want her to be working all the time. <laughs> but no, I mean she she delivers messages to me when you know she feels it's important that I I need to hear them and you know and her advice has always been spot on. She's she's incredible. Yeah, she you know, is. She's also read for our friends Jason and Demarco too, and she has a story about that. You know, with the we're all angels. Um, oh yeah, well. they're. <laughs> well, yeah. how I met John Williams is very important because I was actually uh, going through a difficult period financially, and I said to my spirit guide, I said, Merlin, you know, I really need to make some money. I need somebody to help me market and promote my gifts because I'm very good at doing it for other everybody but myself. And an hour later, John Williams calls and says, you know, I accidentally came across your website, and I love psychics. And I love to help them market and promote their gifts. And I said, I just asked for you an hour ago. How are you? <laughs> and I came over really and did a reading. And he set me up on this psychic line. And for a month, Merlin had told me to go do three-minute readings for free at the Coffee Bean in Malibu for a month. And when I went to this site, the first three minutes are free. And since I never, you know, I never thought I could even get hits in that short a period because I'm used to reading for people for an hour, an hour and a half, right? But I'm very good at it now, and that'll be good for radio. So then he, his friend Jason Warner calls me for a reading, and I said, well, my guys are telling me that you sound like a black chick, and he's white as almost albino. He's so white. <laughs> and, <laughs> he is pretty white. <laughs> and um, he goes, well, I can hit really high notes, and he has a beautiful voice. And he's like, you know, B, people are always telling me that I have such a great voice, but I just can't seem to get a leg up. I can't seem to get management or representation. I said, well, have you asked your angels? Well, how do you do that? I said, well, they're not just going to show up in your bedroom, but you just sit down and you really sincerely ask them for help and see what happens. 
And he called me, I swear to you, an hour later. And he's like, B, guess what? I did what you said. And that's the key with me. You've got to listen. And John doesn't. Exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> and, <laughs> called you out. And, uh, <laughs> and, yes, she does. And, and Jason calls me. He's like, B, I did what you said. And within an hour, he gets a call from a woman. And it was the wrong number. She accidentally call him, called him looking for a different Warner music, and it turns out she's the head of artist development at Columbia and a casting director oh, wow. for Star that Search. Was no accident. Wow. Casting director no. for Star Search. I mean, hello. And she, they exactly. talked on the phone, and they um, then sent, he sent her his demo tape, and years went by. I didn't hear from him, and I asked John this year whatever happened to him, and he told me they're huge, V, in the gay Christian music scene. I'm like, you're kidding me. And I immediately wrote the story for a chapter in my book and I called it Ask Your Angels and then Showtime did a documentary with them called We're All Angels. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, she's like the full of all these synchronicities. That's how I know she's the real deal. It's just one amazing synchronicity after another. So there's no doubt in my mind that she's connected to the other side. And, and she, you know, she leads you on these awesome guided journeys, which, you know, they're like a dream, but you're awake, you know, and she just asks you questions, and you see all these amazing visuals. Really, amazing. you're not asleep, but it just feels like it, you know. <laughs> you just feel so empowered. It is. Really she do. is very empowering. Uh, actually, and, and which will, I, I want to talk about all how it got started with me even before I went to Gospel Dream is that's how mm-hmm. I met B was John told me to call B and I thought okay I'll call her before and I didn't tell her I don't know if John did or not I I, I didn't tell her anything I didn't want to tell her because I've oh, been no, to psychics yeah and so I've been to psychics before and I was just like okay I'm not going to tell her anything I'm gonna di- and she she called me out pretty much on everything. I was like, did John tell you? Or I was like, <laughs> and she did say an event that would change my life completely, and I would never be the same. And it and honestly, it hasn't. And she saw me like tour, doing tours, and and I'm like, how does she even know where I'm going? And it, and I thought tour. Even when I didn't win Gospel Dream, you I was did like, win. Ah. You were runner up. That's a winner, honey. Well, what's but what's funny is I thought you know I was not gonna I'm you know I'm not it's not gonna do any good. And I thought then I, when I came out in the Advocate, I was just like, oh, it's not gonna. And then all of a sudden, I, when the Advocate came out, I started I did a went to Dallas and started like going on these little tours. And then the radio thing started. Honey, and then exactly. It, look at where you're at yeah. now. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's it's amazing how she she was right on. And it's yeah. always funny when when you hear it, sometimes it's completely different than what you're doing presently. Mm-hmm. So it's that's what's hard to believe when, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to be in Alaska, blah, 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 blah. You're like, but I live in Argentina. You're like, whatever. And then all of a sudden you're moving to Alaska. That That's when it's things are st- like... It shocks you in a way, and mm-hmm. so. But yeah, B B B has really. It sounds like you've touched a lot of lives, and and uh, yeah. and continue. I'm just getting started, baby. I'm just getting started. Now that Robin Wright is back in my life, we're gonna be rocking it. We're gonna, you know, now because I had to be low key because I'm very loyal friend, and I would never, you mm-hmm. know, do anything without her blessing and her knowledge, using her name and whatnot, you know. 
Oh, but can I share one more thing that's very important? Why Johnny Carson? Ultimately, the reason that Johnny Carson, he actually wanted to protect his friend Dick Clark from doing this show with Suge Knight. Because, and I said to the producer whose name, he's an Israeli, very nice guy. His name is Asaf. And I said, Asaf, I'm sorry, but you can't do this show, Unfinished Business with Suge Knight, because you have to understand something. Johnny Carson does not want to see the name of his good friend Dick Clark be stained by someone with a reputation like Suge Knight. And Suge Knight has some unfinished business with Tupac's mama, and she wouldn't be happy to see him on TV either. So you can't do this show. What are you talking about? We have it sold already and all this stuff. And I said, I'm sorry, but you're not. this show is not going to happen. Johnny Carson and Tupac are going to make sure that it doesn't. You're crazy. We already have it sold. And I said, um, I'm sorry, but I just heard Johnny say, he was the director of development, and I said, I just heard Johnny say that the only thing you're going to be developing is a rash because I'm about to irritate your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> and the show never happened. It's been a year, and it never happened because mm-hmm. I said to him, Suge Knight is not Donny Osmond. You have to understand, Dick Clark... <laughs> Legacy is going to be associated with Suge Knight. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, B, how do, we're going to have to actually wrap this up. But um, um, how do people get a hold of you uh, if they want a reading or if they, you know, need some spiritual advice? How do they get a hold of you? Um, GoddessCentral.com or BeatriceMoreau.com, either one. GoddessCentral.com is my mission statement. I put that up in 1999. Have not changed one word. So it's really what it is I'm here to do, how the goddess came to me. All the wonderful poetry there was channeled by the goddess herself, including the song that I, uh, well, she sang it to me. I just said the words. But um, so, yeah, that's how you get a hold of me, BeatriceMoreau.com. M-A-R-O-T rhymes with tarot. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, Well, like I said, thank you so much, B. Uh, You're uh, definitely going to be back. Uh, we we really enjoy having you. Like I said, I I am so grateful to have you in my life and 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 help guide yeah. me through some things because sometimes our prayers are wonderful and that's what we need to do. But sometimes our own mind gets blocked with too much stuff and we need that guidance from somebody else. If it's a psychic, yeah. if, if it's yeah, a minister, yeah. Sometimes it's it's nice to have that and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, some, some, for someone like you to be there for people like us, uh, that uh, it really appreciates you. So thank you for spending time with us today and, and, and being a part of the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You bet. Well, like Thanks I said. Thanks for letting you, me call in and be a part of it. Yes. Thank yes, you, John. Enjoy. Thank you so much. <laughs> Anytime. And yeah, uh, travels back, Tony. Thank you, darling. I'll, as long as they fly, as long as they're not drinking while flying, I'll be happy. Or texting. <laughs> or texting. Uh, love so, you all. Love you guys. Love you guys, and we want you to call back in anytime. All right. For sure. <laughs>